From time to time, topics pop up that we have plans for a full redirect episode, but that our audience also deserves a quicker heads up, so to speak. With that in mind, we're introducing a Cliff's Notes version of these topics to be followed by a redirect episode. We're calling these BTW with Black Truck Media and Marketing, as in, oh, by the way, we promise to be a brief pit stop in your day, just about 10 minutes, and then we'll be gone so that you can move forward with quick takes and confidence in the digital space. We'll be back later to deliver all the details you crave from our team. Welcome to BTW with BTM. I'm Jason Dodge, founder and CEO of Black Truck Media and Marketing. And in this episode, we're going to discuss the latest update that's pending from Google. Uh, this one happens to be known as the Google Page Experience Update. And the main focus uh, has really been centered on what are known as core web vitals. Now, uh, when I say that's pending, this is uh, an update that Google has really been talking about since probably May of 2020. For those of us who have been steeped in the uh, SEO industry for a long time, have known that really this has been going on for probably a couple of years based on a lot of the things that we see in Google Search Console and a lot of industry chatter. But um, th this isn't to be confused with a true core algorithm update. I don't want to uh, go off on a tangent about that too much, but it really has nothing to do with the, the, the algorithm as a core per se. In actuality, it has everything to do with the perception of your site as a user would see it and interact with it, meaning Google page experience and much of the metrics that are within the core web vitals. So that's what the page experience is based off of. So, so let's talk a little bit deeper about what are uh, the page experience criteria. Oddly enough, the metrics being used are aimed at understanding how someone might view the pages of your site. And, and I'm not talking visually either. This isn't like a visual representation of how your site is perceived. Uh, considerations are given to the performance elements. So these are items such as page speed. Does it load quickly? Is it mobile friendly and is it secure? Do you have interstitial pop-ups, things like ads and, and content, modal windows that just pop up randomly that could potentially annoy and slow the browsing experience? If any of these sound, um, these elements sound vaguely familiar, it's, it is because, as I mentioned before, these are things that we've been talking about probably, uh, certainly mobile friendliness we've been talking about for years now. Uh, is it secure is something that's been around for years now. And the inter interstitial pop-up, uh, that goes back to uh, mobile getting and, and the mobile, uh, mobile friendliness side of it. These elements are, quite frankly, should be table stakes at, at this point in time for any uh, new website being developed and, and certainly anything that uh, that uh, is being reviewed and revised from an SEO's perspective. So um, let's kind of give a little bit of an overview of what the major elements are uh, with Core Web Vitals. So what are major elements of Core Web Vitals? Then there's three key areas to really focus on. The first being Largest Contentful Paint. Uh, the acronym is LCP, which really is a measure or a measurement uh, of your site's uh, page and loading performance. So it's, it's based off of the largest single element to load on a page. Now that might be something such as uh, a large hero image, sliders that are going back and forth on a home page, or perhaps your background, right? It's, it's a measurement of the largest single element that has to load on a page, LCP, Largest Contentful Paint. Next up, first input delay, FID is the acronym, uh, which happens to be a measurement of the user's interactivity with your site. So this is an interaction element. So how they interact with the page. 
meaning when someone selects or, or clicks on an element within the page, maybe like a button, uh, a link click, something like that, where they are anticipating an action, it's the measurement of how long it takes for something to actually happen. Now, the, the problem or the flaw with this is, is you have to keep in mind that there's no lab equivalent of this test. It's based solely off of user-generated data here. So you and I, as practitioners in the field and as digital marketers, cannot recreate this. Uh, the next one, the third one, is Cumulative Layout Shift, CLS is the acronym there. And that's a measurement of how visually stable the page is. You know, what that means is that when a user interacts with the page, so they take a particular action I mentioned before, you click on a button, how much of the components and the elements within that page move around visually? Do certain elements completely move out of proportion or to another place that's completely unexpected to the user? Um, you know, that can kind of throw off that experience and sometimes confuse it or, or frustrate a user. So these are the first and, and major, these, these three that Google has stated they'll be focusing on. And it's, it's talked about heavily uh, in the industry, and we'll link in our show notes here to uh, a number of different resources if you want to go and learn more about those on your own. But it's known that these will kind of have a slow rollout over the summer. So again, this, this update has been pushed back to June 2021 as we know it now. Um, and, and the idea here is when I say slow rollout, it's that they're going to take much of the summer, right? The search engines and the machines are going to take much of the summer to kind of learn and see how these uh, these changes are going to impact uh, the web, how they're going to impact uh, rankings, and that could potentially pave the way for future changes to come. So again, the three areas you want to focus on, uh, largest contentful paint, LCP, um, first input delay, FID, and then cumulative layout shift. A lot of different elements can go into that to the probably primary areas that you could still focus on if you're looking to make some changes and kind of maybe have some quick wins on your site to be prepared for this. Uh, look for things that can easily be updated. Um, odds are you have some images that need to be compressed because they're massive in size. Uh, and I'm not talking dimensionally ratio either. We're talking physical file size or whether you're using outdated formats. PNGs, reminder, are much larger than a JPEG. Um, then you might also have uh, different pieces of code or render blocking uh, JavaScript, so scripts and codes that happen to be in a page that you're waiting constantly to load over time that can hold back a browser and hold back a user. Um, the other thing at the end of the day to remember with this update that is going to come is, is that it's not based off of uh, a machine necessarily, right? These are actual uh, pieces of information that are coming from uh, what is known as Crux or Chrome user experience data. So these are individuals on the Chrome browser who happen to be interacting with your site. You know, Chrome uh, as a browser uh, is used by 60, 65% of web users. So it's, it's heavily used across, uh, across the uh, World Wide Web. And, uh, heavily used across many different devices. So Google has the information here to, to really understand uh, not just what it is that the user is, is kind of seeking, right, at the core of search, but really how it makes that person feel about a site. And this is something we've known about for years um, because they're tracking that usability and, and the actual user interactions. So uh, keep tabs on uh, what's going to happen here with Google Page Experience Update. I'm sure we'll share more in the, uh, in the coming weeks and uh, coming months. Um, but definitely um, start running some tests. 
some of this information, the Core Web Vitals, are available to you now in Google Search Console, so you can see that there. There's other some great tools out there. Uh, Batch Speed is one of them uh, that allows you to kind of run your entire site through there and rip through it and see uh, a lot of the uh, uh, potential issues that you're going to run into. And, and really, going through a site is going to be similar from site to site in terms of the methodology that you need to be looking for when identifying these top three areas uh, that Google has highlighted. But the course of action you take is going to be completely different probably on each one. This isn't uh, in every instance going to be a situation where, hey, you're running a WordPress site and you can install this, this plugin and voila, we've, we've updated um, and, and everything's good. This is something that you actually are going to need to probably collaborate with um, your SEO team on, uh, as well as your dev team, and, and making sure that you get both of those parties in the in the virtual room, so to speak, and communicating with one another. Uh, developers, web devs definitely need to take note of this. Definitely buddy up with your your fellow SEO who is uh, is is steeped in knowledge on this, or at least educating themselves. And uh, and and SEOs don't don't claim to be the expert on it either, right? We're we're keeping tabs on this. Um, and I think we're always looking at, uh, at developers to help make these changes. And, um, but otherwise, this is something that you definitely need to uh, be on the up and up about. And uh, stay tuned to uh, additional episodes of BTW with BTM. And until next time, good luck.